This is your Polycast for Wednesday, May 20th, your daily check-in on Minnesota politics. I'm Mike Mulcahy with NPR News. On today's edition, nurses say they need more protective equipment, and Asian-owned businesses have been especially hard hit. The governor and other state officials will issue guidelines today for reopening bars, restaurants, and other venues still covered by closure orders or tight restrictions. Brian Baxt has more. Most retail businesses have been permitted to allow customers back into stores with some capacity limits, but those that serve food and drinks haven't been able to resume sit-down service. Those establishments as well as salons and barbershops, bowling alleys, theaters, and other places of public accommodation will hear more from Governor Tim Walls and his administration on when they can reopen. The governor has previously said June 1st is his goal. Department of Employment and Economic Development Commissioner Steve Grove says the forthcoming guidance will outline a phased reopening. In other states, that's meant keeping restaurants from filling all of their normal tables at the outset. Wall says he won't hesitate to pull back on the reopenings if coronavirus cases shoot up and hospitals come under strain. I'm Brian Baxt. Nurses told Minnesota lawmakers yesterday that they are concerned about their own health as they treat COVID-19 patients. Tim Pugmire reports. Nurses say the ongoing shortage of personal protective equipment, or PPE, has changed the standards in many hospitals. They now reuse face masks and other items. The Minnesota Nurses Association says the virus has sickened 1,500 nurses. No nurse has died. Erica Helling, a nurse at Fairview Southdale, asked members of the newly formed House Select Committee for help. We're maxed out. We worry about the safety of our patients. We worry about our own safety and the safety of our families. And we need you to help us to do better work to keep us all protected. An official with the Minnesota Hospital Association says the PPE situation is improving, but there are still issues in the supply chain. I'm Tim Pugmire. And state officials say they are monitoring the issue. They say hospitals are trying to conserve what they have and sometimes clean and reuse personal protective equipment. Administration Commissioner Alice Roberts-Davis says the supply chain for PPE has tightened. There's also funding for some improvements and some maintenance to the building. Uh, Obviously, it'll need some work in order to transition it to the need that we have um, forecasted for it. State officials say facilities are trying to conserve the equipment for when a surge hits and the need will be highest. Republican U.S. Senate candidate Jason Lewis is suing Governor Walls over his COVID-19 orders. Lewis says they've prevented him from campaigning now just months before the election. Lewis says he's been unable to attend rallies and dinners and to meet voters. He's seeking the Republican Party nomination to run against DFL incumbent Tina Smith. A surge of state unemployment claims by Asian Americans in Minnesota is raising alarms about the survival of Asian-owned family businesses in the pandemic. State figures released yesterday show that Asian Minnesotans have seen the largest growth in unemployment claims this year among all racial groups. Reham Fashir has more. Erica Trin doesn't know how to not be busy. During normal times, she'd get up early, bake for a few hours at one of her businesses, Silhouette Bakery and Bistro in St. Paul, and then get to work at her other business, a hair salon. She typically log about 12 hours a day, six days a week. Yep, yeah, I'm a crazy person and work a lot. (laughs) Suddenly, she was forced to stay home and temporarily close the salon and reduce hours at the bakery during Minnesota's peacetime emergency. Well, it was kind of surreal at first. Like, I was like, okay, this is happening. 
I guess I allowed myself to be lazy for like two days and watch TV. <laughs> Trin went about a month without her regular income, using up savings to pay her bills. And she didn't know she qualified for unemployment benefits as a business owner. Some people told me that we do qualify for unemployment now. So I started looking into that and applied both my mom and I to receive it. Um, we didn't actually get it until a couple weeks ago which was about a month after we were forced to close. Tens of thousands of Asian Minnesotans like Trin have filed for unemployment benefits during the pandemic. COVID-19 has caused widespread economic harm, but researchers with Minnesota Compass say the damage isn't evenly felt among everyone in Minnesota. Black Minnesotans and Indigenous communities appear to be the hardest hit with job loss, but Asians are seeing the greatest growth in claims for unemployment insurance. Va Ming Ta is the executive director of the Asian Economic Development Association. We're not surprised because many of the jobs that are lost are lost by people in industries that a lot of Asian Minnesotans are employed in, such as restaurants. So, so, so retail type businesses or service and hospitality type businesses. Ta's organization supports small Asian-owned businesses with loans and overall business development. The little Mekong district near the state capital in St. Paul is home to many of them, and it's become a cultural hub for visitors. It's been about 40 years since Asian refugees settled in and started to revitalize this once struggling area. But Ta says that University Avenue Stretch feels a lot different these days, with so many businesses shuttered. Little Mekong is a destination for uh, in St. Paul for Asian businesses and restaurants and culture. And so we're really concerned that um, the Little Mekong District could disappear because of COVID-19. Researchers say policymakers should think about this heavy impact on the Asian community as they consider relief response. Bruce Corey is a professor of economics at Concordia University in St. Paul. He says the Asian Minnesotan economy generates a billion dollars in tax payments, and thousands of businesses provide more than $700 million in payroll. When we look at the the national Asian-American economy, it's, it is almost the size of Pennsylvania. Unless we do something about it, we would be in trouble. Corey says it's also important to recognize the economic progress that Minnesota's Hmong community has made in home ownership, which is now being threatened by the economic downfall from the pandemic. He adds that every minority group is facing challenges right now, but it's particularly difficult for Asian-Americans. Discrimination is adding a tremendous amount of burden to the people, whether they are workers, students, or businesses. Minnesota is beginning to restart the economy, but Erica Trin, the bakery and salon owner, still doesn't know when things will go back to normal for her. Reham Fischier, NPR News. And that's your Polycast for this Wednesday, your daily check-in on Minnesota politics. I'm Mike Mulcahy with NPR News. 